and welcome to the Holy Hour Podcast. It's the Bi-Weekly All Cure Podcast. I'm Gavin, and tonight I am joined by Chaz and our buddy Kate. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Hello. Kate. Hello, Hello Kate. Hello. Good to see you. Good to hear you. Good to see you, too. Yeah, good to have you on, and... Um, you know, we we got a weird one for everyone out there tonight. <laughs> Buckle up. We figured we'd try our best Robert Smith and throw a curveball after the epic wish de- debate that we had last episode. And uh, mm-hmm. how do you follow that up? But with animal talk. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, so, yes, this is an episode devoted entirely to animal references and cure songs and beyond. Plus, we're just going to catch up with some good Kate talk here and talk with Kate. But, um, yeah, the, the I have to say on the top, uh, it, the idea came from Chaz. I know... If anybody caught on that I recently went to Costa Rica, this seems like a ploy just to like talk about Howard monkeys or something. <laughs> I swear to you, it's not. This one came from Chaz. And if I'm not mistaken, you're uh, coming off some painkillers maybe and just hanging out with your dogs. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I was taking, uh, I, pulled, I pulled a muscle in my arm and I was taking some, uh, I don't even know what I was taking. I, <laughs> I'm terrible all the with, pills with pain <laughs> medicine. <laughs> Yeah, it knocked me for a loop. Uh, so this one I came up with, uh, and I just texted Gavin in the middle of it, and I was like, "Hey, let's talk about animal names. Hey, <laughs> animals, <laughs> songs with animals in them." Usually, I'm like, "Hmm, so. yes, yes, let's write it on the list and stew on it for a while." But I was like, "That's so weird that yes, let's do it." I don't even <laughs> know what that means entirely, but yes, we're, we're doing it fast <laughs> and we're doing it soon. So uh, and then yeah, we we're thinking the the best animal lover we know out there has has got to be a part of this one so we had to get kate involved from her wonderful children's books illustrations and all your artwork mm-hmm. and just from what i've witnessed safe to say a big animal fan kate yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Friend to the animal world, <laughs> the beast masters. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we had, had to get you involved for this. So, um, cool. We figured we'd go through a list of uh, animal references and songs, whether it be in the titles or they're just mentioning any kind of animal, even broaden the scope i think to insects maybe and um, yeah, yeah anything yeah, that basically yeah. Can't forget them all of god's little creatures Everything, yeah yeah there was some talk of yeah it was like does this count and we're like well, yeah how long could this list possibly be <laughs> <laughs> so let's count everything and it turns out it's fairly long the list of yeah songs. so we won't dwell on every animal thing and reference and sing the line or anything probably but we, we, we will try to go in order and, and mention every song that mentions an a- animal um were you surprised you guys by how many animal references or songs but I I knew there was going to be a bunch just off the top of my head, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, maybe we could do like our our Favorite. like rank them. Yeah, and then yeah. as I got into it, I was like, that's way too many. <laughs> um, so I was just like, yeah, we'll just talk about them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, maybe yeah, we'll just say on the top here the the list that we're looking at has forty songs on it. So um, there's a couple that might be debatable, but I think for the most part. 40 are listed um that seems like a lot like i wouldn't think of the animal i mean obviously the 
love cats and shake dog shake stuff but i mean i wouldn't think of like oh cure here he goes again he's gonna be singing about some crazy animal or something. <laughs> so you know i mean like but if you think about other bands you know especially like depeche mode or new order or something i'm not sure we could mm-hmm. get more than 10 <laughs> probably yeah, five probably. i don't even yeah. I can't even think of any off the top of my head really you know so uh 40s pretty impressive i mean yeah, I didn't really go through with a fine tooth comb with like B sides. Yeah. But uh, looking at the list, there's a couple. But uh, got some B-sides. yeah, I didn't didn't include anything with the word man in it because yeah. that's the most dangerous animal, really. <laughs> but, um, man or woman. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Kate, how many songs did you did you find on this list? Well, that we didn't have. You guys had already comprised that long list and i had um the imaginary lemurs was one that yeah what is that out of mind I, yeah out of yeah, mind. yeah just saw it. imaginary lemurs and uh, drowning man the birds did i put that one in there too yeah we kind of sprinkled and... them in uh yeah tried to put them in order of their release once we have the master list here so we'll kind of just yeah. go but yeah it was a good chunk so i was like because chaz definitely you know, I had like maybe a handful. I said, Chaz, that he sent a real impressive list back. I was like, sweet. Went all the way up to like disintegration, you know? And then, yeah. Yeah. I, just did I didn't even include disintegration, which is on this list. Yeah. And I was I just was like, like, wow. I was just like, I missed that one. That one might have been the last one no. I had. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not on there. We, we got to add the crocodiles. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. A foolish <laughs> arrangement. The fish, fish yeah. may take a while. That was the other one. Yeah. yeah. And, and Harold and Joe. Those my are, only concern. I only had four. We only had four. So key ones though. Oh. So. <laughs> but um, my only concern is later cure. I didn't really go through anything off of like four thirteen and self titled. And looking at it, Ooh. it drops off drastically after blood flowers. So maybe yeah. uh, I can't think. I of went any, through a but... little bit of the four thirteen today. Okay, didn't and mean... I was just like, "Freak show has to have yeah, that's a... more <laughs> reference in it." And nope, nothing. Really? Was, huh. Yeah, I was disappointed. Maybe that's why some so. of the later songs don't quite hit the way. Maybe there's been a lack yeah, of uh, yeah. animals in the we lack should... of drugs. <laughs> yeah, Ro- <laughs> Robert's not doing drugs and going to the zoo. zoo yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've cracked. The code finally so yeah. somebody yeah. quick send them a message so he can drop a few animals into the new album that they'll further <laughs> delay it <laughs> wait 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 he can stay with me i'll drive him to the zoo every day yeah i yeah, love to hang yeah. out with him elmwood and, and philadelphia <laughs> i guess maybe we could kick it off with some uh some more speculation then what do you think robert is a person what kind of animals do you think he is he a big animal lover i guess apparently if he's got 40 songs that references animals but people tend to always like argue back and forth is he a cat or dog person too that's uh well i mean I it seems like a lot of cat references there's really only one two dog ones right shake dog shake and all i want but I think but so. then there's that yeah, picture that always yeah. floats around where he's yeah. just like being swarmed by dogs. We don't know whose dogs they are or what's <laughs> going on, but he looks that's real a, happy. It's <laughs> a cute picture. It I is. It. <laughs> so everyone's just like, oh, total dog dude. He loves dogs. He's got like 500 <laughs> dogs, bro. So I, yeah, I think he's more of a cat person uh, just by his 
the way he talks about not wanting kids. I don't know. Yeah. It just kind of leads me to believe he's more of a cat person. Just because, <laughs> good you know, point. Yeah. Like, no, nothing's <laughs> wrong with that. I'm just saying he's, you know, like he wants to love when he wants to love and it mm. doesn't really go the other way around. So, yeah. which is fine. Mm. But, you know, uh, but I feel like uh, he his personality fits more of a cat yeah. than, than a dog. So, yeah. Lol's more yeah. of a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Simon's a dog guy. Yeah. That, yeah, I can see that. He's yeah. Got a dog. Yeah, he's got the dog on his little profile picture and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's like a cure news, you know, something from one of those like just list of like, what is your favorite animal? Like, I didn't even try to comb through all that to see. <sighs> I'm sure there's something where, but he probably gave some like ridiculous answer, like polar bear or something, you know, that <laughs> wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't totally tip the scale one way or the other, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, probably some further research. We'll save that for animals part two. So stay yeah, tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This will be an I, ongoing I, series in the Holy Hour podcast. <laughs> I feel like Robert's more of a studier of um, what animals do and how they react. And that's why he works them into his lyrics a lot more. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's he's down with like the metaphors and stuff. So yeah. uh, I think he's got a good grasp on. I mean, he's a reader for one thing. He's got a good grasp on knowledge and, you know, the things that animals do and he's a good does a good job of breaking them down and putting them into music so yeah yeah i don't know if very many other bands have had this many animal songs nah, yeah. uh, yeah. other than like a kid kids band right like, <laughs> yo gabba gabba or something like that. <laughs> Age 23 skidoo or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah like you said most of the references are are like you know, like a metaphor or some kind of mm -hmm. simile or something, you know, where it's like uh, not the whole song is devoted to maybe Love Cats is one of the few that where it's that absolute, you know, this is about. And even that, it's probably not literally two cats that he's thinking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You never know with him. but you know, uh, it's a... <laughs> He does like to use literary references, and a couple of the animals on the list come from yeah. you know, literary re references. True, true. So, all right. Well, maybe we could pause there. Should we dive into this list? Since it is 40 songs, we got to get through. So, <laughs> we can... <laughs> I, have a, I have a bad feeling I shouldn't have said that number at the top. Everyone's just like, <laughs> click. <laughs> We're only going to spend like 20 minutes on each song. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. <laughs> Especially when you see the one that kicks it all off here. This is how in-depth oh we have come here. <laughs> so uh, That's the one I sent to you that I was like, I don't know if he's going to like this. Like, actually take this one as a, as a song about an animal or not. Yeah, but. we had to start mm -hmm. off with a debatable one. So you want to kick it off, Chaz? What was our lead-off animal track? Ooh. Well, we got two that were kind of True, yeah, off track that were that were kind of questionable, but we have Meat Hook. Yeah. That meat came from and, something. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And and Foxy Lady. Yeah. So. so both of them, you know, one form or another, whether it be the meat or uh, you know, the fox like lady. So uh Yeah. And that's not <laughs> even officially a cure song, so you know, who knows if we should technically count that, but Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, Meat Hook, I guess, because I guess that's what's on the hook. Yeah, I'm assuming um, it's not human no, He meat. mentions a slaughterhouse 
in the, I'm looking at the lyrics now. Yeah, yeah, I got the song words book on standby in case there's any <laughs> really heated debates we can flip it and get more context out of, you know. But uh, so anybody p- listening along, flip along with your song words. Yeah, I, I know it doesn't specifically mention a certain animal. So that's why yeah. I was just like, uh, but I guess you can just kind of assume it's a cow or a sheep. Yeah. Um, probably the two that I would guess but yeah seems like the most obvious there and uh why not so cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) so then we get the first actual cat reference in all cats are gray says no 17 seconds animals so i was surprised yeah Yeah. i was surprised there's no i'm really surprised with the british in him there's no like mention of like fox hunting yeah in any of his music Mm. Maybe that's too royal or something. <laughs> or maybe anti. <laughs> yeah, something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of controversy about that in England. Yeah. So. yeah. Hell yeah. So. Fucking rich assholes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we move on to All Cats Are Gray. Again, this one probably isn't, you know, really dwelling on the cat factor other than, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's the title though, so right there, and gray. so clearly, yeah. So I was talking about cats and uh, an expression of sorts, right? Doesn't it go back to uh, in the dark? All cats are gray. Is like a not some whole concept that he came up with one hundred percent by any means, right? So, <laughs> so. I don't know. I didn't know that. I yeah, just... I think I read that. Oh, somewhere. I see. So, but um, yeah. All so, cats yeah, put... are gray in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, when I was fiddling with like top ten like animal songs, like this was like a one I was just like, Oh my god, how can this not be in my top ten? Uh, and I was yeah. just like, Well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's not you know, it's yeah. not like it does have cats in the title, but it I mean, it's not uh about an animal kind of thing we we're going for at first. And I was just like, Nope, it would be in my top ten either way. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Think... In the caves all cats are gray. Yeah. It's more of a concept really yeah <laughs> it's like i'll i'll really focus on cats later but <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be kind of a a dirty kind of a connotation that basically when you have the lights out everybody's beautiful yeah i mean i guess in the bedroom yeah uh, right. <laughs> in the boudoir yes, yes. Yeah. you could definitely yeah. take it that way yeah and then the yeah, texture that coats his skin. What is that? Mm. What is that? Good line. <laughs> Whatever the hell he's talking about. Whatever he's talking, <laughs> <laughs> he talking about. The hair on his arms. Yeah. Does he feel hairy like a cat. Is he talking about himself as being more beautiful in the dark? Just wondering. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Uh... Maybe he likes to put whiskers on and walk around the house. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No judgment here. <laughs> cool. So then we move on to Drowning Man, which uh, definitely goes into the perhaps most literary reference cure uh, song. Uh, so this was just, uh, let's see, where is it? Drop the birds there. Yeah. One Ooh. by one, the birds, the, the bright birds leave her. Yeah. So. Which I take just to mean that the life is leaving her body yeah because is that point she she falls out the window bumps her head falls out the window and dies 
almost yeah. to her death. And one by one, the bright bird burst, her soul leaving her body. Like yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so once again, call, call. Yeah, oh, you that. don't get me started. You yeah. don't know about me and bird calls. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, big guy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a reputation. It's bad. <laughs> Five minutes from now, she's just going to be surrounded by different type of birds from the, <laughs> from the Tri-County area. That's right. Awesome. So, yeah, I guess we can sprinkle these little factoids in for everybody as we, as we go along. Are you, do you have a favorite animal, Kate? Would it be bird? Well, traditionally, penguins are my favorite. Uh, yeah. Traditionally. Um which is, yeah, a bird, but it's yeah, funny right? because if you ever go to a zoo and kind of hang out around the penguin ex- enclosure, mm-hmm. um, we, Brian and I went to the Philadelphia Zoo and we were at, or, no, I think we were in Salt Lake. Anyway, we were sitting in front of the penguin ex- enclosure and I'm just like there for an hour just right. watching them and laughing, cracking, cracking <laughs> up. And you have people coming up and making comments and, uh, so the little kid says, "Mommy, are penguins birds?" And the mommy's mom's like, "No, they're not birds." Like, yes, they are. You're just misleading your child. How do you yeah. not know that penguins are birds? Or not? Yeah. Like, how do you not know that? Especially, what do you think they were? I don't know. Just, just penguins. <laughs> like, are they covered in fur? No. I guess it doesn't look like feathers, so it could be. Hmm. It could be a little misleading. Just to say it so, like, disgustedly. Like, oh, they don't God, no, I'm a filthy bird. <laughs> yeah, you fucking moron. What's the problem? <laughs> You're just dead. Uh, like, <laughs> They're like dolphins, right? They got yeah. flippers. I don't know. <laughs> cool. And you said you had a Robert theory connected to penguins. Maybe this is a good time to, to drop it. Well, we, what, I, what, what is this theory? <laughs> back in back in my early early pen pal days, I uh-huh. when I really fell in love with penguins when I was in college. I don't know exactly what happened. Oh, I know it. I was watching on Channel Twelve on WHYY. There was something like a nature special, <laughs> and it was about penguins. And I'm watching the penguins walk. And I'm like, that's exactly how Robert Smith carries himself. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, they're kind of wearing his like, kiss me, head on the door era, like white, black and white outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you look at their feet, really, like he does have a penguin gait about him. <laughs> so I started, I just decided that he um, was in a former life, possibly a penguin. And started just making proclamations about this to my pen pals. <laughs> and then when I had a chance to possibly run into him after a show in New York in 1996, at the time I was working at a toy store um, nearby called Puns. And Beanie Babies had just come out. Uh-huh. They were all the rage, you know, you collected them because they might become valuable someday. Um, But the penguin (laughs) beanie baby was by far the cutest of all of them. They just like had the shape of like a pear rounded at the bottom. (laughs) So I prepared gifts 
just in case I got to be like in a backstage situation or after show situation. And <laughs> for, for Robert, I put a penguin beanie baby on top of a little stack of, I don't know, books or something that I had wrapped up. Just like we would do for the kids that came in, like yeah. wrapped presents for the, mm-hmm. for the parents. And, and when I, I handed it to him, I like wrapped, I was coming out of an elevator and he was being ushered in the elevator yeah. backstage at Radio City. And I like, just like gently, like tried to, was like, Robert, present take to this. <laughs> and I did a little drawing of it. It's on one of my Instagram um, posts yeah. that I had done for my pen pal. And he just kind of looked at it. And he was really drunk, like famously drunk that night. Yeah. He almost stage dove. They had it was a night where they had um, played pool before the game, or mm. before the game. Oh my God, before, <laughs> before the Eagles game, he was playing yeah. pool. Um, <laughs> in my mind, isn't Super Bowl. And so they had played pool for hours before, and they were late. The show started like at least a half an hour late wow. because they're just yeah. getting him there, and then he was. Just just you know a floppy mess and um did some scaling of the side i don't know it was like off the side of the stage there was almost like a wall raised wall where he kind of wandered out came back again so he was a sloppy mess did he try to drink the penguin <laughs> it's like cool <laughs> i know by the time i read it like i this this encounter happened yeah. he was tired yeah and the people that were ushering him on the elevator were like all right, we gotta cool. get him back. We gotta get him back. You know, he's passed his passed his time. So, so I just I just handed him the little stack, and and he and he looked at the penguin, and and he just looked at it like mm-hmm. like he wanted to poke it or something. And then I was like, cool. Read the card first. You yeah. know, like you do when you give a present to a kid. <laughs> Read yeah. the card. Don't open the present. Read the card. So, but it made then, it away with it. Oh, okay. Well, so just like to make it full circle, um, someone on Instagram um, that uh, had been to one of the shows on this past tour threw a penguin up at the stage when Robert was, you know, people were tossing things. I forget which show it was. Uh And it was a penguin with like a little scroll attached to it. And Robert picked it up and said, there's nothing I love fucking more than a penguin with a with the, with the scroll attached to it. And I was like, <laughs> I did that in 1996. And then it turns out that this kid, this guy did this because he was inspired by my pen pal. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> he saw Very it on Instagram. Cool. So he brought this. And I was just like, That's oh my wild. God. It's true. He loves penguins. Maybe wow. he remembers the one that I Yeah, if he's like referencing it, is it? Everybody's been like <laughs> continuing this thing forever. He's like, I got yeah. like 500 penguins with scrolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. His bedroom is just full of penguins. Yeah. No idea why. Yeah. Very cool. If wow. it wasn't before, it will be now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it takes him back to his uh, former lives, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like my people. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and I love the little uh, on the Cure Threads logo there. You got the little penguin, right? That's yeah. why he's holding the penguin. Yeah, baby. that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's in my personal story. <laughs> that's awesome. Very cool. <laughs> It's not cool. It's totally nerdy. It's okay. It. No, no, that's great. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, so he, you know, it made it with him, though, right? When he 
drunkenly walked off with it and went up the elevator and stuff. He it got wasn't in the like elevator a... with it in his hands. Cool. Oh, and he said, thank you. Oh, that's the best you can hope for. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> best is like when they leave it on like an amp or something and some other dude just walks right. off with it. You know, right, like, exactly. Like I knew it was going back to his hotel. Yeah, at least it made it that far. That's good. So. <laughs> awesome. Cool. I was dying to hear that full version. So thank there you. you <laughs> so we should move on to darker animal references as we got a hundred years uh yeah i'm not sure there's anything that doesn't get referenced in this song there's this jam-packed full of stuff and animals include what do we got we got a tiger we got pigs and we got flies flies Mm -hmm. bugs animals all kinds of stuff so yeah and they've all been you know kind of baffling at various times and such too thrashing like a tiger right? yeah and then we got a um, yeah the dead dead fly yeah and uh yeah the slaughtered pigs so not uh positive not views positive. on animals nah, so so. just just a messy tune all the way through but uh such is life right <laughs> well yeah, you know people man yes humans in war, you might say that they have more um, animalistic behavior. Yeah. Because they're not using their reasoning. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's something there. Yeah. They're the most know. dangerous animal. Yeah. That's right. For sure. Even worse when we're not <laughs> thinking about other people's feelings. All right. <laughs> Very true. Wow. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, let's get away from that mess and just go to uh, <laughs> yeah, short let's term effect. The next slide. <laughs> They're all going to be pretty bleak here for the next stretch if you're not uh, familiar with this album. Uh, so we got short term effect. We got um, Falling Bird, right? Let's see. Yeah, right in the beginning there. Just a falling yeah. dead bird, like, probably. Yeah. Dead birds, pretty sad. <laughs> so, Good, good imagery there. Definitely gonna paint the picture. I do think birds might be the most referenced. We should probably save that for our finale, but it does seem like birds get the most. People would probably guess cats, maybe, but uh, yeah, birds do and fish. Fish too, yeah. Mm. So let's see, there's mm-hmm. a lot of fish, which which is a bit surprising. It seemed like it would be a little hard to work fish into a song. <laughs> Being a songwriter, I don't know if I've really ever dropped the fish in my songs. <laughs> so I'll, I'll have to try that sometime. Uh, yeah, so that one's pretty straightforward, I guess. Let's... Oh, wait a second. I just okay. made a connection. Okay. Cats, what do they like to hunt? Mm, bird. What, do, what kind of food do you feed a cat? Fish. <laughs> Fish Cat and food. chicken. <laughs> chicken. And they like to hunt. They like to hunt birds. True. Yeah. So they are kind Very of connected true. to that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Birds, fish, cats, yeah. <laughs> and spiders. Of, yeah, a lot more of a and connection spiders. than tigers and yeah. spiders. <laughs> like, and flies. Yeah, our cats will go after any kind of insect. True, yeah. true. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, let's see what's next on the list. Hanging garden, right? So we got lots of animal imagery in this one. Um, creatures even kissing in the yeah. rain. We don't even know what that might be but uh yeah what kind of animals 
We don't even know. It's so... Well, in the video, what do we see? We see like flashes of things in the video. Yeah, it's like... I can't think of off the top of my like head. A tiger or something? Like a sculptures, right? Is there actual animal flashes in it? I wish I had really done more done research. research. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I should have rewatched <laughs> every video, too. Just... Nothing but professional. <laughs> Usually I love any excuse to rewatch every video to see if there's a... Yeah. <laughs> just visually. I'll, I just remember them. I don't really remember any animals. Background so. stuff. Yeah, I don't, unless it was like a sculpture or something that they just did a... <laughs> or like a mask of any different type. Other than the pornography ones that they have, well, they're wearing on. furs and masks. Furs and masks, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> furs must have come from something. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Siamese twins. Worms. Worms. <laughs> they can't. Vertebrates. Dancing in my pocket, worms eat my skin. What does it mean? Are the worms dancing in his pocket and eating his skin at the same time? Because it doesn't seem like he's buried and getting decomposed so much if if there's any kind of dancing in his pocket. (laughs) 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 She classic. Worms outstretched. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen worms eat skin, but I mean, that would be cool. Nah. Maybe they have different worms in England. Yeah. The worms crawl in, the worms crawl out, the worms play pinochle in. I understand if you do that after you're dead, but I mean, as far as like like weird placement here, because all the other stuff doesn't really sound like he's totally buried yet or anything. So maybe just uh, mix the, the lines up afterwards, but. Yeah, you would think it'd be some kind of decomposing reference. I mean, the perfect song for it, I guess, but you know, yeah. it's not in there. Nah. So. <laughs> Keeping us on our toes. Yeah. We're going to get to the end of this and be like, wow, his lyrics are terrible. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> All these years. <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> you know, no they're, the weirder they are, or the the times where they are the strangest seem to coincide with times where he admits he was doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. So oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which makes sense. Well, that being said, there <laughs> aren't a terrible amount of from uh, the top, which you'd think, right? Sure. Or am I wrong? Let's yeah, see. It's a pretty good chunk. Oh, I'm completely wrong. Never mind. Yeah, you're yeah, very wrong. There's, yeah, there's, 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 a, lot. there's a bunch there. <laughs> yes. I think I was just trying to skip over that album. Yeah, that's you what just, you were doing, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got your blinders on, your, yeah. your top filter. I was just like, all right, Shake Dog Shake, uh, yeah. Caterpillar. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, back to Figurehead, I guess. We had... Um, Freshly squashed flies. Um, spider inside spider, them. Yeah, uh, spider flies. That, which is kind of freaky. Um, I don't like that idea. Of spiders inside anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even worms uh, eating his skin, going back to that. Are we talking like a tapeworm kind of thing, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't really carry tapeworms in my pocket. Yeah. (laughs) How do you get a tapeworm? Like, I don't like. uh, You eat something that they're in. They're a parasite. I I meant like, how do you go about like (laughs) 
recording that kids in the hall sketch it's too much macaroni and cheese i think i wouldn't put it in one in my pocket nah. <laughs> it's way too close to places where they shouldn't be i got a tapeworm guy yeah oh this whole album's just grossing me out <laughs> yeah, it's Cool. Well, I guess we'll move on from the spiders and flies, even though I have a feeling we'll revisit those two. And uh, our next on the list gets a little sunnier. Yeah. With Let's Go to Bed. The second cat reference here. So, perfect is cats, which is a great yes. line because cats are pretty perfect looking yeah you know, they are they're for the most very part. don't tell them otherwise <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah but there's oddly enough we do, we don't have the walk even though they have a uh fly on the cover of it yeah of the single so yeah i did, did a quick glance out. i was like mentally like album art has there been many animals like actually on it and the only thing i think i came up with was was the love cat single and the fly on what and the quad puss oh yeah uh, that one oh, yeah. one. Well, and the bird on high. True. Although it doesn't so, really yeah. look like a bird, but yeah. there's a bunch of day glow fish. Yes. On, uh, yeah. And there's a bird in the top art too, but not really on the cover. That like crazy. Oh, yeah. There is. Like, there yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There's a lot more. We didn't even we didn't I didn't even think about going into that. But mm. yeah. I think something else in that wish art is probably some kind of animal, but who knows? <laughs> so, so kind of one way or another. Yeah, another little squid hands or something. <laughs> but, uh, there, there's got to be an animal. There's a dog on the front of the self-titled, isn't there? Uh, probably something. <laughs> yeah, probably. Something oh, else. and on um, the just like no, is it just like no? Why can't I be you? Oh yeah, uh, the twelve polar inch. Bear. There's a dog. Oh, I thought that was a polar bear. Oh, is it a polar bear? Yeah. I always thought it was a dog. I always thought because of the... <laughs> but that makes um, more sense. Like the video, yeah. But... Right, that there's a bear, yeah. Uh, huh, yeah. It looks, looks like my dog. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> One of those polar bears. All right, dogs. what's the next song? <laughs> yeah, let's move on there. Uh, so yeah, Perfect This Cat's a good line. Cool reference. Uh, yeah. The Dream also has a tumbling cat in this one. Mm. And yeah. very conveniently rhymes with vampire bat. Vampire bat. <laughs> so, <laughs> not the last vampire bat either. I watch in fascination like a vampire bat. Mm. Yeah, so that kind of leads me to believe that he loves nature shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or going to the zoo, like one of the two. He's got to be able to understand, like the like he's got to be portraying himself as like some sort of animal and like he sees himself as a vampire bat but like he kind of understands what they do and you know how they look and how they move and not either from literature or just looking at them yeah. um but he's just i don't think he's just gonna throw it in there just to make it sound cool right um i, th I think he actually understands what's going on with animals and you know, just with like the shake dog shake thing, it's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like there's, I don't know. I kind of picture a dog snarl more than anything. Um, but yeah, my dogs shake when they're either scared um, or uh, they have really bad shits. 
Yeah, <laughs> one of the two. So, so my dog shakes when she is frustrated. Okay. Um, and also when she's trying to de-escalate with the cats. Hmm. Okay. It's like shaking yeah. it off. All right. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Hmm. Um yeah, I I admire the fact that he uses all these animals. So uh Yeah, it is cool. No, no. I love it. <laughs> Real observant yeah. fellow, that guy. Yeah, there. I think that he that... probably watched a lot of David Attenborough growing up. You yeah. would think that's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> but know? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, didn't uh, David Attenborough like come out and do a thing at Glastonbury right before the Cure came on? Really, I didn't know that. Cool. Maybe it wasn't right before the Cure, but it was that day. Yeah. Wow. He went. He went over all the Cure's songs with animals. Like a PowerPoint presentation. Did some fact checking. Now, shake, dog, shake. Yeah, I'm surprised you got you got the next one. You guys put on here is you guys kind of took it out of left field here. The glove, like an animal, like an animal. So. Um, and I didn't really comb through my, all the other stuff. I just took that that one, you know, it was, it's right there in the title. So I think we should count yeah. it. Um, well, that... I mean, you could do Susie's what is it, Swimming Horses. Yeah, it's his mm-hmm. hyena and everything because he's part of that album. But uh, Swimming Horses, uh, those are the little side note honorable mentions, I guess. Um, missed... Oh, did you put that in there? I, missed I didn't it. put it in there, but yeah, oh, okay. I okay. that was a little too far, but uh With the the glove, we also have Mr. Alphabet says, uh, smile like a weasel as I cover you in treacle, which I had to look up in a dictionary the first time I heard it. It's like, what is treacle? Treacle. And it's gross. Treacle matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Like bloody guts. Yeah, I figure there must be something else in in that (laughs) album, if not in definitely that song. So that's cool. Oh, wait. No. Okay. It's not completely gross. It just makes it sound like it's gross the way he says it <laughs> Cover it's, me it's, it's basically mm. uh treacle is an uncrystallized syrup made from the refining of sugar the most common forms of treacle are golden syrup and pale all right it just goes on and on okay. it's it's liquid sugar liquid sugar okay, okay. not too bad <laughs> but it Alphabet. sounds gross yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> still don't trust what um, he's doing with that treacle <laughs> also cluing sentimentality or flattery okay okay so anyway sweets weasels are smile like a weasel is not a compliment nah yeah, no oh uh, no we got our two big big ones coming up Dogs versus cats. Once again, here we go. Um, we we mentioned Shake Dog Shake, but that the we have Love Cats coming up right before that. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. one's all full of cats. Uh, any way you look at it, no denying <laughs> it. <laughs> so. The video, the pictures that are taken from yeah, everything is cats, cats, cats. Yeah, cats, cats. so so this song. I mean, he wrote that song kind of just to make a ridiculous pop song. Right? Yeah, it's hard to say how much he... He's a big Disney fan now, I guess, and Aristocats. Uh, yeah, Aristocats, that was yeah. supposed to be... Yeah. You know, you never really know how much of these meanings he attaches to it after the song's already written or what, but uh, yeah, I've, I've seen that in interviews and stuff, and this is supposed to be pretty closely following that. So, um, yeah, it's cool, though. I love that. That it all is very cat-like too. The whole song feels very cat-like. Directly oh, yeah. responsible for 
getting my son Henson to love the cure, I think, because he's just this <laughs> big cat fan and latched onto this song immediately. And then it was like more, more, more after this. So, so this is the one that did it for him. <laughs> just a good entry, entry level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For a younger, younger, younger set. (laughs) (laughs) That's where Donald would enter and say, yeah, your kid was six years old. This this song was written for six-year-olds. That's why it's bullshit. (laughs) It's too literal. It's too literal. um, But, you know, it worked. And uh, I guess not literal, Shake Dog Shake. There's a lot going on with that one that's, uh, you know. Probably not so much directly about dogs, <laughs> but Vinny, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool that those two are back to back. You know, it takes on the full dog approach here. So as <laughs> <laughs> a sick dog, yeah. Stale and selfish as a sick dog, spurning sex like an animal of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly like yeah, dogs are cute. Yeah, this is a weird one. Fuck you, Robert. I want to dig up for. Uh, I always want to do a part two to our misinterpreted lyrics one. When you really look at some of this song in particular, every time I look at the lyrics, I'm like, again, I was like, I always feel like I know this song like through and through. But like, if I had to like perfectly rematch each one, I'm, I think I just make up words when I'm singing it. You know, like a lot of times. Like that line, I'm just like, oh, that's what he's saying there, because a lot of it rambles really quick together. Yeah. And, when I'm reading them, it's like, oh, yeah, that's clearly what he's saying. But spurring sex like an animal god. Yeah, I mean, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, that line. I, I really never. Which is funny because, yeah, if I was like at a show shouting out the lyrics, it's like, I don't think I'd be getting like <laughs> 60% of it right. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell I would be saying, but it, it's like, I don't think I'm saying this, but but it's cool. I mean, you get the shake part. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah the shake. Know, so that, and the that would pump up your and all, all the key right lines, you know, it's just this little. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, shake, dog, shake, love cats. Let's move on. We're into the top now. So. Brace yourself, Chaz. Bird Mad yeah, Girl I'm check is out next. for a little bit. <laughs> bird Mad Girl. Um, aside from the bird in the title, it also um, says what? The polar bear one. So, right. I could be yeah. like a polar bear. So I, I've often wondered when he says Bird Mad Girl, if he is saying that birds are crazy and therefore the girl is crazy. Like bird mad, yeah, mad meaning crazy. Or if she's mad about birds, she's... like myself, <laughs> and so then when he also uses that line later on in burn, yeah, bird mad girl is that sounds like a compliment to me rather than like she's crazy like a bird. But I don't know. Yeah, it could go either way, I guess. But yeah, the fact that it reoccurs is always. Feels like there's something that must be a little more than just a random line he pulled out. Of, you know, if he's going to use it like mm-hmm. twice or something, there's something more to it. So that's very cool. It could be about just like one person, I guess. And that's maybe like a nickname. Gee. And this is a literary one, right? Wasn't this like a um, Salinger short story or something? I felt like when we did that one, I pulled... Uh, banana, uh, fish, banana fish is bones that, is. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if this one had any perfect day for banana fish is jd salinger right on but yeah the polar bear line's great um 
kind of <laughs> what <laughs> i remember like loving this song when i was in middle school art class i told the story way early on with donald but uh i was just sitting there doodling on a test and i wrote um i could be like a polar bear or something real big at the top of my like art test and the teacher handed it back with this like really like concerned red ink like but why <laughs> with a question mark <laughs> Why? Just being like a snotty kid, like she doesn't get it, you know. <laughs> like, like she's supposed to be like, oh, you're referencing Bird Mad Girl. I see. Nowadays, yeah, maybe, but it's so. I would say I see that Robert Smith, a fan of poet Dylan Thomas, was likely inspired to write Bird Mad Girl All from right. Thomas's poem "Love in an Asylum." Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the stranger that. has come to share my room in the house, not right in the head. A girl as girl mad as birds. Okay, so that would be crazy as birds. Okay, yeah. not right in the head. That's me too. Hey. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we cracked that code. Good job, team. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Wailing wall. We got next. So we got the vulture. Waiting, waiting so his uh his excommunication station song his big religious number right is that what this is all about the wailing wall (laughs) oh yeah yeah i always i was like i don't think this has anything to do with uh, (laughs) the actual like uh Susie's uh israel song or yeah this is i guess version (laughs) yeah it seems uh yeah i had um when I taught seventh grade, somehow we got talking about the Wailing Wall. So I was like, "Oh yeah, well, this seems like a good time, is that? <laughs> Everyone be quiet. <laughs> They're like, hey, this sucks, Mr. Carter. <laughs> Turn this crap off. Oh, so you played it? Yeah, they all awesome. hated it. <laughs> I didn't realize you were a school teacher. Um, only officially for a very short period of time. But yeah, it was okay. uh, like two years where I did middle school. And it was a disaster. So then I just been subbing Man. on and off around that, and still subbing. This is the reason why. Yeah, yeah, that one <laughs> killed me. It, sadly, it wasn't at the kids either. It was just all the, the administrative bullshit that I went through, and mm. not cool. Story for another day, as they say. But uh, mm. yeah, I'm still subbing elementary school now. So doing it tomorrow, actually. So. Oh. Henson's class, though. I just sub his class now. No <laughs> so, way. Yeah, yeah, oh, so man. It's like a, <laughs> only thing that makes it fun now is at least i can just like torment his friends and stuff <laughs> i'm probably gonna scar like, dad yeah <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah it makes it fun um give me it so this one has pig in it and also the sing bird sing which mm. got referenced again when you'd put it in uh was it harold and joe i didn't catch that that's what he's saying at the end of harold and joe later on Mm-hmm. I was like, sing, bird, sing. That's in another one. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's in Give Me It Too. So that's <laughs> another weird one that I don't know how conscious he was of bringing that line back. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> he just might write stuff down and be like, I'm going to use that again. Yeah. He might. He might. Or he might forget, yeah, that he used it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I do like that. Um, okay. He also mentions cats in, in Give, Give Me It. it. 
Okay. Slit the cats oh, yeah, like yeah. cheese, then eat the st- sweet sticky. sticky things. <laughs> this whole song is just so crazy. Yeah, this thing's. Nuts. I'm sure you love it, Chaz. Right? It's like your oh, favorite of all of yeah. all of yeah. songs. I I I actually like really like this song. <laughs> For like, if you're really pissed off about something and yeah. you put it on because the drums, you know, Andy Anderson's drums are amazing on this. Yeah, it's so like just tension filled. That's why I like I like it a lot, but I it's I skip it a lot. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, if you're not if in the you're mood, not in the mood, it's just like oh god. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you might just skip the whole album, right? Ty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, no, there's a couple in here I like. I think we went back in time, and I I mentioned some of the songs that I I definitely do enjoy. So yeah, the the three of them. The three. <laughs> <laughs> And mentioned too, as far as personal stories with each, forgive me. Um, with with Casey was pregnant with Henson, and she wanted to just give me some dubious task to help out. That I think now in hindsight, or she was like, make like a mix, you know, where I could listen to like a mix while I'm, you know, going through the grooming parts. Birth? And, yeah, yeah, or like you know, like must have been like the the build up, you know. But like, mm. so like an idiot, I like made this twelve hour long mix and like was <laughs> just had the whole thing planned. I was like, all right, now it's gonna really start hurting, and then like timing it for like right when it's like the at its worst, I put like give me it. I'm like, yeah, that would be like the perfect like pushing a baby out. <laughs> <laughs> like just like instead of like punk rock song or something, it would be like this horrible saxophone thing ripping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, my fucking mind. And this is why you only have one child. Yeah, exactly. A lot of stuff is coming out tonight. <laughs> suck you, harder, suck harder, suck your insides out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's perfect. Inspirational. <laughs> gasping for air. Gasping, gasping for air. <laughs> but needless to say, she ripped the iPod out of her ears like in the first hour of all of it, and then she didn't make it more than like three songs into this. <laughs> She's like, turn this shit off. I'm dying. <laughs> Oh like, damn it but you didn't make All it my to the time best wasted. you just get really offended and walk, yeah. and walk out <laughs> thought you loved me uh, oh dear um caterpillar is a lovely tune and, yeah and about a caterpillar you don't get other than the metaphor <laughs> caterpillar to butterfly never gets old yeah. right so that's a good one that's a surprising one that he doesn't reuse. I don't know. I would yeah, picture would. him using something like that, like change kind of metaphor. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he pretty but, much nailed it with this one without even overly saying it, you know. Um, it's overdone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trope. The trope, I, exactly. It's like I, all the graduation speeches that you ever yes, heard. Yes, we are now caterpillars. <laughs> we will be butterflies. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, four over is overdone. It is. This song really does capture it perfectly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, As if you like, knew it would disappear away. Yeah. Where's Sorry, I just. Book? Is it out of order? Oh, well. No, I'm just I'm just throwing cure lyrics in yeah, randomly because yeah. that's does that happen to you when you're in a conversation with somebody and they say something that's like the beginning of a, cure a phrase in a cure song and you just, you just finish it in your head it. or out loud. Yeah, probably pretty much. Like, huh, I'll just, go I just do that with movies or obscure references nobody gets and then they just kind of look at me like I'm crazy. Like, cool, mm. man. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Awesome. So yeah, um, Caterpillar, let's see, Piggy in the Mirror, we're still in the top, (laughs) man, we still got quite a few top ones, Piggy in the Mirror, Um, of course, 
uh, just being self-deprecating, I guess, right? <laughs> so I always took it. Um, yeah, that was something like a commentary. I just read something about this, like because people started calling him fat at some point in the press. So then, yeah. Like he was kind of like the voice. Look at the piggy in the mirror is like him hearing the words of the people who were writing about his appearance or something yeah. like that. Which is crazy. You look back at those photos now. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, wasn't even close to anything being overweight. What are you? Doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like. He's been so... more ridiculed. Like, I've never, maybe I just haven't paid attention, but for a, for a front man in a band. Yeah. To, to have so much scrutiny. It is odd. For... It's, it's odd. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. It seems to have handled it great too, you know. I mean, I don't, yeah, absolutely. You don't yeah. see him just go like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> but maybe he is destroyed by it. It can't be. But yeah, it is odd. Nobody else got that shit. It seems like right. that's very weird. But... They still do it. Like it's in in articles yeah, now yeah. about him performing. I'm like, who fucking? What the fuck? Yeah. Who well, now it's cares? stupid. Like, yeah. So stupid. So old, yeah. man. Like who? Like it doesn't like. He's not. <laughs> 25 years old and like the supermodel yeah like that everybody pictures him to be but like i don't know like i look at those pictures like even back then and i'm like i don't know what everybody's looking at yeah mm -hmm. like i i don't i don't know what are you even comparing him to like, uh, but 20 year old robert smith that was thin as a rail and wearing pants up to his, his yeah <laughs> yeah like <laughs> This is rib cage. I make fun. I'd make fun of him if I saw him just for being looking like a dork. <laughs> just, um, I just been anything like past that. Glorious I'm, I'm hair, like, like he could look however he wants, especially by top yeah. arrows. Like Jesus Christ, what's going on with that hair? It looks amazing. <laughs> he, he could get as like fat or skinny as you want, dude. If you're like rocking that hair, dude, it's like that was that was like really peak Robert Smith. Yeah, like, it was just like, like that. Had, like, the whole... Especially the caterpillar video. It's yeah, it's like a really carefully done somehow. Yeah. It's like a about a bird's bird. nest, right? Yeah, right, totally. <laughs> right, yeah. Before I start gushing about his hairdo again, so let's let's move <laughs> on. I uh, haven't had enough opportunities to gush. Yeah, about <laughs> you can cover it for me. Um, <laughs> the empty world has birds in it again. So I feel like birds are running away with this one. They're mm. all over. Oh yeah, eyes like poison birds. Not not a not a good look. For yeah. The eyes. yeah. Poison eyes. Let's see. Banana fishbone comes up after that. Yeah. So, um, well, see, the banana fish is yeah. an actual fish. Right, right. So. Uh, hippa, hippa, hippa. Hippa, hippa. Hippa, hippa. Hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> hungry hippo. <laughs> there is a uh, Japanese manga series. Um, that was originally serialized from May 1985 to April 1994 called Banana Fish, uh, which is yeah. also suspected to have been somehow inspired by the J.D. Salinger okay. short story. Good yeah, day any, Fish. any of the ones that come close to literary stuff, I'm sure that's all he's dwelling in probably. So yeah. that oh, makes yeah. sense. Um, torture as we move into Kiss Me with the vampire bat makes its second appearance. Wait, um, were there no animals in no head on, on the, the door? door animals? I huh. I went through it. I did not see one. 
Yeah. Just fish, well, could be fish wrong. on the cover. It, just, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Well, uh, kiss me. Vampire Bat is back, like I said. Um, maybe we'll move a little faster through that one. And Snake Pit's pretty obvious, you know. Pit full of snakes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, another big one that people always reference with anything animal related. All I want is this hold big you t- like a dog. Is, yeah. Yeah. So, probably up there with the mo- one of the most like misunderstood ones too. People always like. Is it a doll or dog? And then you get the lyrics out. Fucking mm. hey, it is a dog. <laughs> Hold you like a dog. I never knew anybody <laughs> took it like that. I always yeah, thought it was a dog. Yeah, I've heard that a bunch of times. People always argue about whether it's a doll or a dog. Uh, hmm. But dog it is, right? So. How do you hold a dog? How does, yeah. do, how does Robert hold a dog? Like that picture we were is talking it like about. a <laughs> small dog? Is it like a little shih tzu dog? Or, like, or is it a big uh, dog? I'm thinking yeah. it's slightly bigger. Like he's just getting a full on couch cuddle with it or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can cuddle with the dog. I got two big, big ones. Yeah. But, but yeah, because usually little little dog, you'd just be kind of. Put him on your lap. Yeah. You know, right. Really. I want to hold you like that. <laughs> like a little tiny. It's on my lap. Carry my you purse. around in my purse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're back to fish for hot, hot, hot as they get rained down, right? As that lit up all the fish like rain, rain yeah, rained mm-hmm. down, raining down mm-hmm. on me. Another one of your favorites, right, Chaz? Oh, I actually like this. Uh, you know what? I don't mind this song. I think I think Donald was the, yeah, he was, was the uh, on this one. Yeah, uh, I like the song live more than listening to it. So yeah. Mm. Like cockatoos, again, pretty straightforward, that one. Uh, no, not straightforward. <laughs> not okay, straightforward? I did, this like is cockatoo. one I did some Okay, good, time. good. Okay, <laughs> because that is the only instance in where he references a specific species of bird. True. As opposed to just saying birds, right? Okay, hmm. yeah. And the reason I even think about this is because my husband, Brian, writes poetry, and he... Um, in his you know spare time and he mm-hmm. he has said that in during some you know a class where he was learning about writing that if you're going to mention something like birds be more specific like what kind of bird is it is it a sparrow mm. is it a hawk is it a vulture um that makes a big difference and Mm-hmm. descriptions and whatnot so but the cockatoos that's definitely like a literary reference that he was in, somehow inspired by this short story by uh, a writer named patrick white and i was reading that particular short story earlier today to oh, see cool. what the reference points were and uh-huh. really i think it's he just was like oh cockatoos yeah and he, yeah, I need something more specific. Yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> but if you look into the dude who wrote it, yeah, and the stuff that he writes, I could see why Robert would be like, "Oh yeah, this is, I like this. It's like yeah. kind of twisted, 
beautiful descriptions, beautiful use of words, but then also like things like farts. It just uh, <laughs> unexpected, huh, awesome. <laughs> like vulgarity. What was the name with, again? Uh, his name is Patrick, Patrick White. Okay. And yeah. he was an Australian writer who he received the uh, Nobel Prize for Literature in 1973. And then in 1974, this anthology of his short stories came out. And the anthology is called The Cockatoos. Okay. And then in that, there is a short story called The Cockatoos. And it's, it, it, if, I don't know why Robert would have read it. Right. Why this came across as his reading desk because yeah. in 1974 he was pretty young for reading like yeah. this kind of stuff, but I don't know. But the, there's all kinds of weird like sexual stuff. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, I felt like I jotted that name down in the past of like check out this dude, you know, but I never There is a anything. very short interview with him right after he won the Nobel Prize on uh -huh. YouTube and it gives you a sense of just how <laughs> spacey this guy was awesome yeah that's cool but fascinating and weird yeah and you know like you're saying just being more specific definitely is core if you replace like you know just it with birds it definitely doesn't like have birds? the same <laughs> yeah like birds is the name of the, the song the night <laughs> sang out like birds would yeah. not be the yeah, same like as cockatoos birds. have you ever heard a cockatoo yeah it's uh it's crazy like it's a grating <laughs> Did you hear when, Gavin, when you were in Costa Rica, did you hear mm -hmm. any parrots? Yeah, we heard all kinds of crazy like, stuff. That was, um, like, yeah, a bunch that, I'm, you know, they got onto the birds more than me. The, was it Putu? Something like that. The Put I'm probably mispronouncing it. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it says like, Paul. It almost sounds like you're saying <laughs> Paul, you know? So we're, we're listening for this damn bird like all week. And then we finally heard it on like the last day. I was like, we heard it. We heard the Paul bird. <laughs> like, Paul, Paul. <laughs> so, they're so not yeah. pretty. They're not like, and there's oh, this yeah, is another those, those bird. Ones. See, I'm, I can just go on. But like bird nerd <laughs> thing is that the most beautiful birds the ones that have like the most beautiful plumage often have the ugliest songs. Right. Huh. Oh, okay. And if you think about it, like parrots, gorgeous, but and, yeah. they don't have to learn to sing when they look that good. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so it's all about tracking the other Very ladies. true. Oh, yeah. It's a good lesson in there. <laughs> so listen to a cockatoo on YouTube and you'll be shocked. Um, shall we move on to monkeys then? Perhaps my favorite animal outside of ones that you can actually hang out with most of the time. <laughs> Japanese dream as a monkey. Um, burning like a monkey. Is that what he's saying there? Burning like a monkey. I believe so. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> like some outbreak shit or something like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um i yeah. think it's another drug-induced thing because that was yeah. a japanese dream all right yeah, it's a pretty prominent line in that song too mm -hmm. it comes back to it a lot so hmm. all right but maybe the only monkey in, in any of the cure ones do we have any other monkey ones well if you include the lemur all oh, right right yeah yeah we're in disintegration lullaby. now. We got lullaby. We got spiders and Spider-Man. 
but we'll just stick to spiders. <laughs> Antonio was torn on that one, so that's probably why he opted out of this episode. And <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Spider Man? No, spiders, spiders. So, Spider Man. Yeah. So we're at Spider Man. Spider Man. Yes. Lots of spider talk in this one. The whole damn zog. So <laughs> again, age old question, metaphor: Is he really getting eaten by a giant spider? Who knows? It could be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> so, uh, just a dream. Just a dream. Who knows? So surprisingly, not too many spider ones, though, either, because you would think that that would be the stereotypical, ooh, cure song about spiders or whatever, you know? So it's like there really hasn't been maybe a few casual drops in the pornography era, but I uh, really haven't had too many spiders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, he doesn't surprising. particularly like them, does he? Yeah, it didn't really seem like it based on yeah. what we've heard from this. This is like some traumatic nightmare. <laughs> so. If you've ever, there was one night when I was um, listening to Lullaby at the same time where I saw a spider. Have you ever had a wolf spider in your house? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're big, right? Yeah, they're huge. (laughs) And it was moving, and I'm like, the sound of like the the rhythm and the (laughs) when you see a spider moving at the same time that you're listening to that song, you're like, holy fuck, that's exactly Uh, what they would sound like if they were playing the song themselves. Yeah, I love that. That's just like when you see like the webs in the live show and shit. Like it just captures that perfectly. It really is a good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so we got the spiders then we got a weird one with Babel. i put next on the list there Babel out in simile <laughs> like dog head monkey music me so we got another monkey one there so mm. dog head monkey music me yeah i didn't add that into the, the list i don't think i did yeah yeah, I think I found that one later. I was like, I think he's saying something about a monkey in that. <laughs> I didn't catch the dog head though. I don't. I don't think I knew that's what he was saying. Or I just invented a word again over that when I sing along. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, who knows on that yeah, one? Yeah, not my favorite song. So yeah, but um, but then it gets topped for weirdness by Kate's discovery of Out of Mind. <laughs> Where he flat out says imaginary lemurs in the street. <laughs> so in the middle of the what? day. Yeah. And then second verse with a very sketchy laboratory rat when he says laboratory, it's very slurry. Like I even listened back, I was like, is that what he's saying? Like what the hell? <laughs> That's like the same yeah. line, second verse, I guess, but uh going through the maze on that one so yeah yeah i'm gonna have to listen to this one because i i didn't even know that was in there (laughs) you know the only reason i knew about that was when um when post post the 19 or 2019 festival shows there um Arusha started up these uh um watch parties and during these watch parties every once in a while I would like come up with some kind of in the chat I would come up with a a quiz Uh and and if somebody answered whoever answered something right I would send them a little cure threads thing and one of them was 
you know, what are some animals mentioned? How many animals can you mention from a cure song? And uh, somebody uh, said lemurs. I was like, what are you talking what? about? I've never... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, out, out of mind is a kind of forgotten gem, too, you know? I don't know. It's one that you never really dwell on lyrically, especially when lumped in with all the yeah. disintegration stuff. You're like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Pretty cool. Go check it out, kids. It's in there. Lemurs <laughs> and rats. <laughs> and um, crocodiles and disintegration, the song. Oh, yeah. So, yes. so, yeah, that one's right. I almost thought that that song probably would have more than one in there, too. Yeah, I me too. Yeah, I was going through it, and I'm like, oh, there's got to be. Hold on. Let me think of this. Let me see the lyrics over in my head. Yeah. Like, nope, just crocodiles. So, yeah, mm. like. Like I'm assuming that has to like be a reference to crocodile tears. Yeah. Yeah, crocodiles yeah. cry. Yeah. yeah. I wonder where that comes from, like the crocodile tears. Yeah. Like etymology. That crocodile doesn't really cry. He's faking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody had to say it at some point. Yeah, I was like, Whoa. don't believe him this time. <laughs> That's going to stick. <laughs> so the professor oh. in a thing is like, these are just crocodile tears. And everyone's like, oh, I'll jot that down. <laughs> We're going to use this again. So, um, the yeah. fray derives from an ancient belief that crocodiles shed tears while consuming their prey. And as such is present in modern, many modern languages, especially in Europe, where it is introduced through Latin. While crocodiles do have tear ducts, they weep to lubricate their eyes, typically when they have been out of the water for a long time. Ooh. It just happens to be when they're consuming their prey. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, they just, they look like they're crying sometimes, I guess, but it's just like to lubricate their eyes and... Not that they're in pain or they're sad. Yeah, or we're feeling sorry. sorrowful that they're eating something. Yeah, or that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save your crocodile tears. Damn. Well, there you go. See, all kinds of knowledge being dropped mm-hmm. in this episode, man. <laughs> Harold and Joe at the very last line, right? Sing, birds, sing. That was mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, I almost wonder. Didn't even pick up on that one. Either. Yeah, if I would, if I know that's what he's saying. It's like when this thing's, I guess we're out of the the lyric book now, so we got to rely on Google. They really should update this book, <laughs> by the way. I'm add that to my list of complaints about shit that should be released. You know, <laughs> so yeah. the lyric book. Yeah, the song words one that just ends at disintegration. Yeah. They need to put a new version out. Yeah. Well, it's officially all on the website, I guess. So. Yeah, it, that ain't yeah. gonna last. <laughs> That's a fad. It's a What's fad. gonna happen when all the power goes down? Yeah. That's right. Then how are you gonna know? How are you gonna know? <laughs> um, so yeah, Harold and Joey says, "Sing, birds, sing," which again, like we said, uh, was referenced in "Give Me It" too. So mm-hmm. Harold and Joe supposed to be some kind of "Give Me It" uh, reference. Who knows? But um, let's move on. Hi has kitten as a cat, so we're back to cats. So kitten as a cat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, pretty cool. Um, I think this is one of their most notable ones. Like, 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 uh, I don't know when they sing a song. Like, it's kind of yeah. Like when you say name a an 
Hamill in a Cure song. This is probably one of the yeah, it's a pretty prominent one. Things out the most, so maybe it is the cat like howl that yeah. kind of gives it a yeah. <laughs> or meow. I mean, that's what came to my mind first yeah, when yeah, I was thinking about this. So I was like, like that's cat. I was like, yeah, that <laughs> down. Yeah, there's like first five that he goes right down real fast. Yeah, yep. <laughs> shake dog shake. Love cats. Kitten is a cat. Hi. Um, foolish arrangement. Fish. That one definitely didn't jump out at me at first. Yeah, it didn't but... get me either. But yeah, fish may take a while. Nah. Yep. What does that mean? You don't want Zeno's cooking. You don't want to yeah. cook them too long because they dry like, out. Like fishing, maybe might take a while to oh, find a fish. Yeah. Or maybe it's a feast of the seven fishes or whatever it's called. That's <laughs> gonna take a while. <laughs> it's gonna take a while, guys. <laughs> what are you eating, Chaz? <laughs> oh, I was I had ice cream earlier, okay. like in my cup. So sorry. No, just wondering. <laughs> it would have been cooler if it was fish. Like, yeah, just munch it on some. I think some I need snapper. some snapper. Yeah, <laughs> some sea bass, some delicious sea bass. <laughs> That's uh, somatic. Yeah. Um, yeah we got just eating fish over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. Burn um, is a yeah. reference to some kind of bird. I can't think of what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the crow. Ah! <laughs> I have to say that the bird sample in the beginning of that song sounds more like a raven than a crow to me. But yeah, they got their is is more raven than crow. Yeah, makes sense that he would be like that. Sounds but yeah, crows are more like like real shitty Two different things. Yeah, yeah, good, good point. This is great. This is this is this is, this is awesome. <laughs> I can only do the most annoying bird sounds. By the way, <laughs> we'll just pile them on here as we uh, wrap this up. Uh, Strange attraction, tiny book of butterflies. So, um, while butterflies, yeah, I didn't. didn't yeah, if, I love that song, and I, I didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, so I gotta gotta give the shout out to the butterflies. Um, do they actually say butterfly in caterpillar? No. Uh, yeah, that's why I was like, "Fly yeah. away from me!" But that's it. Yeah, doesn't. Cool. Um, and sticking in that vein, somewhat for the thirteenth, we have killer bees. So, killer bees. The bees. Wu Tang reference. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me to think of this great moment on Hanging MTV. I don't know if you guys recall this clip or from the day when uh, Wish had... They had just come over to tour for Wish. And Hanging with MTV was like the after school pre-TRL like TRL or whatever the hell. Yeah. But it was like, and they had like a contest winner thing where these two entered a contest. And they had won and they brought them onto the set. And they surprised them and came out and everything. And... Um, as a gift, so I don't know why they had a gift. I guess they thought they were going to see them later because they had tickets to go to a cure show was the prize or something like that. But um, so she had a bee puppet that she gave him, and she said that she had read that he was a big fan of bees, and she gave him a little hand puppet of a bee. And Robert was kind of snarky about. It. He's like, "Well, why has it got six legs?" And he's like, "Because bees have six legs." He's like, "But I don't. I'm a human." <laughs> and she's like, "Ah." <laughs> 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 
So I don't know. That always stuck in my head. But I never heard that that he was like a huge B fan either. So I don't know. Maybe that was from one of those like fan club things or something. But um, so yeah, definitely look that one up, everyone. It's a classically awkward, (laughs) wonderful (laughs) Cure and Perry are just sitting there all weird. The hanging with MTV band plays like this funky version of Let's Go to Bed. I think it was like, wow, 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 wow. And they're just like, yeah, hey, welcome to hanging with MTV. All the like VJs wore like black that one day and stuff to try to look cool for the kid. Uh, they're all like, yeah, <laughs> a little extra eyeliner that day. But um, so yeah, it's a good clip. Uh, let's move on. Mint Car has birds in it too. Um, as the birds sing and they swing. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm surprised there wasn't one for Friday Men Love. That that was a that was a yeah. surprise. Cheer, cheer. With all the things that he puts in that song, I'm just yeah. like, no, you know, no time for animals. jumping like a rabbit or something <laughs> like, or like that. I kind of have a mental connection of when he says. My favorite line, to see you eat in the middle of the night. Like, what kind of animals eat in the middle of the night? Cats. True. Mm. So I have a mental image. Vampire bats. Vampire bats. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> Spot on, Chess. Nates and spiders. <laughs> spiders. Yeah, all of the animals. They all eat they in the middle all, of the night. Only the ones that he likes. That's true. <laughs> um, and then we move on to Wrong Number, which has three powerful oh, animals God. in it. Snakes, birds again, and worms make a reappearance. We haven't seen worms in a while in a Cure song, so uh, the early, not-so-early bird gets the worm so or wherever the line is. But And then snakes are earlier in it. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah. I didn't even try. I didn't even think to look at that song. (laughs) Think about it long enough. I don't even want to think about it. I hate when they play that song live so much. Yeah, you're really anti. No, Uh, not at all. Glad they gave it a rest on this last tour, but you know, I'm not quite as anti it as a lot of people. But it's uh, hopefully drove some nails in the coffin with some of those new songs (laughs) they spice put in there. Let it go. Yeah. Where the Birds Always Sing is the final song on, on our list um, from Blood Flowers. So, uh, again, man, if you're right, Kate, if you'd swapped out Where the Birds Always Sing, it might be a little more interesting if the Where the... Penguins. Penguins always <laughs> sing. People are like, whoa, he's totally lost his mind, but this is great. The Rams. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, maybe that's kind of why those type of songs didn't really, you know wasn't really specific enough so i could see <laughs> spicing that song up in particular with something else you know so but um yeah so anybody listening out there if we missed any definitely let us know um you can waste yeah. the whole day of your life going through every cure song and trying to see <laughs> some that we'll post our list on our facebook page there and elsewhere and uh yeah and, and in particular later I, I would be curious if we missed something in the it does seem a little yeah. odd that there wasn't any after one song on Blood Flowers, but... Um, well, of the I'd new songs, yeah, of the new songs the you new have songs. alone, and he says we're the birds falling out of our skies. Ah, okay. Ooh, so there you go. Birds See? reference, which I'm curious. I have a theory that that song, uh-huh. the lyrics to me feel like very pandemic-y, but, but that may not make sense because... 
all of this music was written far before the pandemic, but yeah, there was a period where during the pandemic, there was like a massive like bird event of birds falling out of the sky. Mm. And I wonder if that had any influence on those lyrics. We'll never know until we get to read them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It'd be nice to just read them inside some liner notes. When we get but, the uh, when we get the reissue twenty years from now, yeah, and there's liner <laughs> notes. <laughs> the first time it comes out. Yeah, this is right. the twenty year reissue yeah. of the album that never came out. Yes, <laughs> but it further proves Ooh. our point though that he needed to get back to including some animals because that song kicks ass, and you know, so mm-hmm. we're like, oh yeah, that's, maybe that's the missing that's ingredient. Really so there you go. <laughs> so um, speaking of new songs, Kate, um, you 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 were lucky enough to go see them on the tour, right? I was lucky in that I spent money i shouldn't have spent <laughs> lucky enough to <laughs> bankrupt but, yeah. the whole house and family no but it sounded like from sorry i didn't get to reply to your email today too but there was a lot of really awesome stuff you'd said in there how the stars did align in a sense that you were able to and you were further convinced yourself and by others maybe that uh this is something you should jump on and we're happy for it in the long run right yeah yeah well i had never been not that I'm I'm a, one of these people that have followed the cure extensively who are very admirable in the, in in their ability to do these things yeah. <laughs> because when just like flying to to Ireland and getting off the plane and then 2 days later being at a show still having jet lag was like yeah. oh my god how old am I <laughs> yeah. um and my knees were hurting my back was hurting my neck was hurting from being on an airplane yeah. but not to complain, but um, <laughs> yeah, the experience was really, really great to be in another country, even if it wasn't uh, a non-English speaking country. Yeah. Um, being in a more international setting was, was cool. Um, and it was on my bucket list to see The Cure at Wembley, you know, <laughs> yeah. just because all these iconic concerts have happened at Wembley and well, just for the people there. So what were the, the ones you did see then to the shows that you saw the four? Oh, um, so I went to Dublin because the airfare in and out of Dublin was super radical cheap, less than four fifty per person round trip. That was sort of a deciding factor. Um, I had bought tickets to the shows because I could at the time and I thought I'll make it happen I'll make it happen I'll, yeah. I'll work so hard and all of my work just dropped off in the, during that time so mm. it was it was a hard decision at the last minute but then the airfare was really really inexpensive and um, I figured yeah we'll fly in and out of Dublin that's easy no because getting from Dublin over to Cardiff was hard enough like yeah. Allison I ran into Allison eventually, even though she and I were at, we were both in Dublin. I didn't okay. see Allison in Dublin because my knees were hurting me too much to be in the standing audience. I ended up switching seats with somebody to be in the seated audience. And we finally did meet in Wembley. And she, oh my God, she's so fun. Like, yeah. you know, it's everything that you wish for when you meet a Cure fan, a fellow Cure fan, that when you meet, you're just going to be like, oh, my God, I feel like I've known you all my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what it was like. Awesome. Allison, yeah. Very um, cool. But, but Cardiff was a strange town. Cardiff was kind of like a, a college town. 
um, in a in a fairy tale world of Wales, you've got this like capital that is a college city. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cool stuff happened in Cardiff. A lot of cool stuff happened in Dublin. Awesome. But we- Wembley, Wembley, more of the accidental meeting of people happened. Actually, no, Cardiff that happened. I'm sorry. Okay. See, yeah, you no can't problem. even put the stuff in the whole yeah, podcast it's because like it's whole... all mixed up. Like my brain's all jumbled. Because <laughs> it was, no it was all, it all happened so. How weirdly. did most the the people you ran into? Would it just be like a you see them, or we? Was there any kind of communication like text? Well, that was the thing. If you tried to make it happen, it didn't happen. Right. <laughs> you know, because there was no way. Like I didn't have good um, cell reception, or our. Mm. T-Mobile Philadelphia apparently doesn't know where Ireland is, whereas yeah. other people with T-Mobile <laughs> were able to to get in touch with one another. And then Wi-Fi, you had it in your hotel room, but then you had to like find places that had Wi-Fi mm-hmm. to connect with people. And those people might not be online the same time you were online. And yeah, then the-, the show happens. So it... It wasn't easy, but then in Cardiff, I knew that there were people there, and that was a town where not a whole lot, like the there was there's like the greater super touring group of Cure fans that you mm-hmm. see talking online and stuff. And they yeah. weren't all going to be in Cardiff, but there were some. And, oh, and I know what it was. I was wearing my I was wearing my Love Cats shirt, right you know, on. the one with the the cat pattern on it. Yeah. That I, designed and when people saw me they're like oh you're cake you're threat you're cute threads so i was like yeah awesome. oh, this is me i'm like oh because you don't recognize people yeah and it, it would turn out like there would be people who were standing three feet away from me that i didn't even know were that close but you you just you're just so overwhelmed by the crowd yeah but... and the experience that you just you just don't you're not looking or you're not you're not taking in that information yeah like if Chaz, you could have stood three people away from me, and I'd be like, I no idea. Yeah, exactly. Even I could walk past you four times because I'm, <laughs> I'm in a cure buzz, yeah. you know? And, and, and everything only... out of context. Yeah, you don't really, yeah. you know, you're yeah. not really looking for so-and-so that you talk to three times online or something. You know? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a... So, yeah, that's cool that they were able to make the connection from your shirt and stuff, too. So that's even Yeah, I would awesome. have done that more if I had thought about it ahead of time. Because I didn't want to be like that guy who wears their own shirt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a... And nobody went to Dublin that went everywhere else. Because uh, it, yeah. it took an extra, like, flight over another sea to get to Dublin. Okay, yeah. And also, it's not in the UK. So people who lived in the UK did not go to Ireland. Okay. There was a big party in Belfast. There was a big party in Glasgow, but there was nothing in Dublin. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Did you feel like that show, like performance wise or anything, you could tell a difference or were they pretty much just doing their own kind of cure thing at each show? Was it, could you detect the vibes or anything? Well, it, I mean, it really varied depending on where I was seated or standing yeah. too. So you get a whole different sonic experience being far back. So I was yeah. up in the top, like the lower balcony in Dublin, and that was a good acoustic place. That place did not have as many people crowded down on the floor as other venues. Mm-hmm. Whereas up in the balcony, 
you had people that I guess bought the cheaper cheaper seats and they were out getting popcorn. They would come, they were just going and getting drinks. Uh, like if I had taken a video the whole time we were there, it would just been heads getting up. There were three, only three rows in front uh, of us and heads, people getting up, going down, people getting up. Weird. Yeah. Who buys popcorn at a concert? Like, <laughs> why would you? This is not a movie. This is you don't get to watch this again. Like, this is a one-time experience. Yeah, it's wild. It I feel like people mind. say that too. So it was definitely a noted observation where people were like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, and oh, somebody cool, else said this too. I was, just, like the, I was just here anyway. I didn't even know they were playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then when a forest that that was the song that got yeah, everybody's attention was a forest. Huh. Okay. Even more so than all of the other like encores, yeah. the the big ones Pop at the end. And stuff. What do you call yeah. those again? Yeah, the uh, Magnificent Seven. The Magnificent <laughs> Seven, yeah. yeah. I mean, Friday I'm in Love, yes, but yeah. The Forest, suddenly people were dancing. Yeah. Huh. So cool. it was interesting to see how that varied from, from town to town. And Wembley, yeah. I expected more crowd participation yeah. I think somebody else said this too yeah. in the interviews. It sounds like the third night of Wembley, more people were really into it. Really freaking out. Yeah. yeah. And you did the first and second night? Yeah. We weren't okay. going to do the second night. I, I kind of convinced Brian at the last minute. <laughs> You're like, we're already I, here. They're we're already here. Well, we were going to spend a night at the airport. Uh, I'm yeah. like, if you're going to spend another night in the country, Let's just do it here yeah. and we'll get up at the ass crack of dawn yeah. because it's worth it because yeah. the tickets weren't even that expensive. Like it was easy to buy tickets at the last minute. Okay. Yeah. And that, in that case, we ended up standing really close to the front and that was a completely different experience from the night yeah. before where we were like in a standing set or a seat, the first seated section behind the floor. Okay. So that, and you got them kind of last minute then, and you were still able to, I guess, because that was more, you were able yeah. to just get there early. Yeah, and, actually and it was Arusha. Arusha had some tickets to, standing tickets um, okay. on that night. And she, she like randomly sent me a message and said, hey, are you interested in these? Because I have them, but I'm going to sit up in the balcony and uh, want to awesome. see if you're interested. I was like, yes. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was totally cool. worth it. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, as far as just some questions I was asking everybody on the tour, though, how was experiencing the new songs live, and mm. where do you stand on all those? Are you pretty powerful? I fucking <laughs> bawled my eyes out. Uh, <laughs> the first in Dublin, yeah. During alone, I was just and and nothing lasts forever, or nothing yeah. is forever. Like everything everything just just hearing it live feeling the full you know round of sound around you and yeah. end song especially in in at Wembley standing up close you could feel um I could feel the bass drum yeah. was like a heartbeat Throughout the whole song, you know, that song is like sort of from Jason, very spare drumming, mm -hmm. you know, and but but the the he puts a lot of power into what he does. And by the end of that song, when he starts 
you know, slowing it down at the end and says nothing, yeah. nothing, bump, bump. And that bump, bump slows down and it is like a heartbeat that is like taking its last beat, you know, yeah. and, and up like, fuck. <laughs> Somebody do something, save them. Like he's yeah. dying at the end of the song. Yeah, there is death yeah. happening at the end of the song. Oh, man. Fucking Damn. blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I guess along those lines, people were, you know, long-time Cure fans, getting a lot of people saying these are the best shows they'd seen. It's hard to say how much is getting caught up in the moment and it being recent, but as far as rating them, do you think that they topped past shows or just all kind of equally their own thing? I mean, I hadn't been to any shows since, I mean, I did 96, 97, 2008. 19 or 2019 and then this so yeah. there's a big gap in between and of course like your first cure show is yeah, the best thing sacred. ever but, <laughs> but yeah, hearing man. these new songs and not even having them in a recording yeah. you know there's no studio version yet so the first really good hi-fi version you're hearing is live yeah, that was that's... that was powerful and i wonder if that was intentional yeah, it is. It's, mm. it's like one of those things that you initially go back and forth. I'm like, oh, I've been cool to hear the real version first. But then I'm like, no, this is the real version, you know? And like, yeah, because it kind of <laughs> gives like you this. that experience of listening to a record for the first time that where you do experience yeah. it and you're like, ah, all yeah. the things that you geek out about, but you're actually doing it in live, in person with them there. Yeah. And I think that they were super smart in making them as they staggered a bit, but like yeah. for a big chunk of the tour, they were in every show. Once they played it, it was in there, you know, like mm -hmm. if it had just been like kind of sprinkled occasionally, they would play a new song. I think it would have less impact, but I think any Cure fan that's checked in at any point on that tour on a YouTube clip, and now we're all very familiar with all those songs, you know, so it's kind of like... I think that really helps it, you know, because you really do know that it was the specific thing in this time, and that's when it really did debut, in a sense, if that makes sense, you know? It's, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think there's a conscientious effort there. Like, yeah. There's a lot of thought put into the playlists. Yeah. So, uh, pretty rad. Set list. Sorry, not playlists. Set list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're miming the whole time. <laughs> <Playlists>. <laughs> uh, did you have a favorite of the of the four, then? I think the last night, the yeah. you know the second night of Wembley was was my yeah. favorite. They did a they did a great encore. They did the whole disintegration and praise for rain. It's cool. Yeah, good that sets. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you have any fear? I guess looking at it now, it just dawned on me that like Dublin was before the show, where his voice got a little rough, and then there was that scare. You know, like yeah, first yeah. show, and then I guess the Cardiff one was like the first it one. It was the show before. The show after that, yeah, right? Yeah, so that was the one that they were, if they were going to cancel one, that one seemed most suspect of that one was going to get the, the axe there. Did that worry you? <laughs> like, it was oh, close. No. It was close to being, yeah. like, it was up in the air. He had a visit with a doctor hours uh, before the show oh, wow. where it was going to be determined whether or not he, he, he should perform. Because yeah. there is a danger when your voice is is. Yeah, and you're you losing your voice to, to and... power through it that you could damage your vocal cords, especially mm. 
the older you are. So yeah. And what he's singing in three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I mean, there was a moment where it, no, most people don't even realize, but that that could have been canceled at the last minute. Um, There is incentive for them to keep it going because there is insurance that that's involved too, where if you cancel a show at the last minute, the venue is not going to lose money. The band is going to lose money. So they're going to try to do everything they can, but you also have to take your health into consideration. So that was, yeah, that Um, must have been scary for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. I was really fortunate that his, it was kind of miraculous. It was kind of like a miracle. It happened. He joked around about it. He said, you know, I I saw a doctor and I think that basically I breathed my sickness onto him and he, somewhere there's a (laughs) doctor who lost his voice. (laughs) He's going, and I have this, yeah. <laughs> it worked yeah Beautiful. i mean and and even just like really listening to that and clips right then and being all panicky at that moment i remember from far away even and just like you know and you could tell some songs were taken down to kind of safe mode or whatever you know but at the mm-hmm. same time it wasn't really i mean he could have even really swapped out a lot of songs to be extra padding it you know like there would have yeah. been he could have swapped out a lot of just more mumbly songs and stuff and put them in there but they really didn't really even change the set list up much or anything he totally mm-hmm. just was like fuck it i'm doing it <laughs> yeah it's like, all right cool i mean he, he was just committed he yeah like, his work ethic and i <laughs> he's he's he doesn't want to let fans down you know nah. that that's part of his, his <laughs> ethos yeah uh um, I guess uh, if, if you don't mind moving on from concert talk, I, I do want to talk real quick about the um, the the art project you had started up, the hashtag Artist of a Lost World um, on Instagram there, and uh, how cool that's been, you know, following everyone absorbing the new songs. You want to explain to people that what that was and what is? Sure. Um, I mean, I would love to keep it going. It's actually started with Cure Tober. All hashtag right, yeah. Curetober in October, and which is was inspired by um, Inktober, which is something that has been going on for years with illustrators. Where in the month of October you have a list of prompts and you do an illustration per day or whenever you can, based on kind of spooky, usually spooky inspired kind of things. So I thought, okay, Curetober, let's do it. Man. And I wasn't sure how many people would catch on to it but what's really lovely about it is that some artists who were already kind of creating their own fan art started all talking to each other yeah who were independently didn't know each other started you know commenting on each other's found each other and and have been really grateful for that um to 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 have other artists to talk to because it'd be a lonely thing being an artist. (laughs) And so then after Curetober, everybody was so happy about it. I was like, okay, well, how about we do something that's inspired by the new songs and the hashtag is artists of a lost world. And it wasn't um, a daily thing the way Curetober was where you had a song every day. This was more of a, long-term projects so there aren't as many pieces right um as a result of it but people really put their heart into it and i would love to just have more 
participatory projects and prompts where artists who are inspired by the cure just have a reason to make your art because you know you do it for yourself usually but here you have a group of people and it's more communal and it there is there's a big payoff to that yeah it's really cool it can be kind of all wrangled together you know the spot that or i could even just pop in and look at the hashtag and you know be like oh cool i hadn't seen this one yet I hadn't seen this you know yeah yeah so, and there are going to be new new songs beyond the ones yeah, that we've heard so, so it can keep going once yeah, once see, the album comes out <laughs> yeah so i feel like five more <laughs> years <laughs> worth at least yeah so <laughs> mm-hmm. um so yeah you think you'll just keep it open then i mean it seems like the kind of thing people could just keep adding on to it right or are you gonna yeah i mean yeah. i gave a deadlines help yeah so i did create a deadline and then i extended it and i extended it and it expired on the 31st of january but yeah. i didn't upload my art until two days ago and um i still want to do more so yeah. the deadline is more of a just just incentive to get it done get than it is yeah. like you're gonna get in trouble if you go <laughs> right. finish this in time <laughs> yeah, so awesome. i would like to extend the invitation to any artists cool. who want to participate who just all you got to do is make something that's inspired by one of the new cure songs yeah and hashtag artists of the lost world and anyone who is following that hashtag which you can all do by clicking on the hashtag especially on instagram and hitting follow yeah. then that that new art will show up in your feed and get a little surprise there when it, when a new one pops up <laughs> and you never know when a member of the cure might be following or watching uh, uh, yeah so there you go maybe even contributing at some point you just get perhaps random. Maybe. <laughs> you get a, a little roger doodle or something <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But, that would be amazing roger doodle <laughs> <laughs> that would be like big news <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Um, did Lowell ever reply back to you? You were making a, a quest to see if there was a backstory to that shirt that you recreated of Robert Smith's The Love Cats one. Yeah. I didn't follow up on it to see if there had ever been. I guess you get you're asking people to retweet the question and hopefully get it back to Lowell to see if he had any. Yeah, knowledge. he was he was pretty quick about it actually. Oh, he did. Wow. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I I had thought about asking him for some time. Yeah, because I saw a couple of people had because speculated he's in those from pictures. stuff that they... Yeah, yeah, so he's aware of it, you know, so... It's, right, yeah, so let me... So, yeah, it seemed this. like a couple of people replied that they'd read or heard a fan had given it to him or something, but it would be cool to hear it straight from Mole. <laughs> yeah, so his... He gracefully said that he has no idea, basically. <laughs> um, you know, he is a good writer, I must say. Yeah. Um, because the way he phrased it was was well done. And now, of course, I'm not going to be able to find it on my phone. Uh. But um, he, he said something like, unfortunately, I cannot attest to the origin or the provenance of of that item of clothing kind of thing. <laughs> So basically, I have no fucking idea where it came from. <laughs> Fair enough. But I did narrow down that the photographer who took most of the shots of him wearing that shirt was uh-huh. Tom Sheehan. Okay. Sheenan. So I haven't 
approached him yet to ask him if he has any recollection uh. of that shirt. But I do know that the photo session that where Robert is doing the arms up over his head thing, wearing yeah. that shirt, um, was with another photographer. And Tom came in and was like, hey, hey, let me take a few shots. And he took the shot that's on the cover of Lowell's book. Right. Um, so numerous photographers got yeah. captured this. <laughs> yeah, there was, <laughs> there was a photographer that he wore this that session shirt. with the cure with these guys, with them during that yeah. Japanese whispers time. And Tom had a good habit of like kind of sneaking in during some other photographer's session mm. and just like taking a few snaps here and there mm. at the end after it was over. And that's how he got some of his like iconic shots. Excellent. So I should ask him. Stealing the moment. <laughs> you have a new book coming out, right? Or is it officially I out yet? I do. Or is the it The Secret April Life of the Flying Squirrel. Excellent. Yay. The next in the series then? It's the last in the series. Oh, uh, yeah. The finale. The yeah. Flying Squirrel. Awesome. So, yeah, when's it come out? And... April 11th. Okay. Cool. So, but you can pre order it on Amazon. Okay. I normally don't tell people to buy my books on Amazon because Amazon, <laughs> they end up discounting things eventually and that takes yeah. away from the dollar I make per book. But yeah. if you pre order, it's good. Okay. Pre-ordering is good um, because the publisher gets the numbers and then that helps them put more money towards a marketing budget if they know that a book is, is pre-selling well. Excellent. And the cool thing about Flying Squirrels uh -huh. is that they are probably living, if you live in North America, east of the Rockies and north of like north carolina they're probably living in the trees behind your home you just don't know they're there because they're nocturnal mm. and they're they're f so fast like they look like fast motion <laughs> when they move mm -hmm. you wouldn't even if if you saw if you saw one you wouldn't even know yeah. that you saw it because they're so fast <laughs> <laughs> they're so cool. They're just they're they really, among they're really us cute. Then, huh? They're out there. They're just as common, <laughs> if not more common. Like there may be more of them in your neighborhood than your common gray squirrel that you see. You wow. just see the gray squirrels because they're out being yeah, bold. Yeah. Excellent. But flying squirrels are secretive. Awesome. <laughs> the night light. Like imaginary lemurs in the middle yeah. of the day. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we need to get Robert to incorporate a flying squirrel into a song somehow. I think that would be a good good animal to focus on next. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> he could do it. Does the book wrap up in a, in a very epic way that, that closes out <laughs> the whole series? Or they all get together at the end? <laughs> to the stories where it is you know like a mother having babies and the babies learn to fend for themselves in the end yeah. and they all leave and it's empty nest and... go on excellent well cool we'll definitely it's try one to share of the that hardest next... things i've had to draw because they are fast in the yeah. dark and they live in dark places not easy yeah them and bats <laughs> he's painting all these like 
like smears across they all like <laughs> like well, them in motion you know <laughs> basically that's what they're that's what they do the look like in real yeah, life yeah. and that's why there are so few photos of them like yeah. there are plenty of photos of sea otters that was easy right <laughs> there are not a lot of photos of things that move in the dark that are dark really fast yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> excellent well cool deal and we'll definitely share that link so as all the animals gather from the Cure songs, I guess our final <laughs> <laughs> tally was that birds won, I think. The birds. I think so. Probably. Um, maybe second was... Birds uh, and cats. Cats birds and, cats, and cats, fish yeah. were the surprise. Uh, yeah, birds, cats, and fish, I think. Mortal Probably enemies, t- all of them. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> the food chain. Like you said, we got the, the circle of life, food chain there. We're, we're all... <laughs> incorporated so uh yeah i hope everybody enjoyed that uh stroll through through the cure zoo and uh (laughs) thank you guys so much for your research and in-depth analyzing of these animals in cure songs (laughs) Uh, um yeah definitely knew that would be a weird one to do solo in particular so thank you guys so much (laughs) next on the list we have monkeys i was like what (laughs) yeah just play animal noise yeah to go with it so yeah so um yeah so we'll leave you guys there and uh definitely like i said hit us up if we left any out that were obvious or uh ones that you stumbled across out there listeners and uh we'll add them to the list so We'll sign off there. Thanks so much, Kate, for joining us. Hope to have you back again soon for more. Yes, thank you. Cure discussion. Thank Chaz. you, Gavin Chaz. Hey, anytime. And uh, I guess on uh, Antonio's behalf, he he has dogs. So I know he's at least somewhat of a dog person. I don't know if he has any cats, so uh, he gets mm. a, the vote for dog fan. So cats versus dogs. Are you guys choosing a sign? Uh, dogs all the time. Yeah, all dogs. I have a cat. I have two dogs. I have two dogs and a cat. But I'm not I will sure if you had a cat. a cat. Yeah, you got a cat, Chosen? I didn't know you had a cat. Do you have a cat? Yeah, lives in the basement. Is it one of uh, those cats? Yeah. That... You choosing a side, Kate? Well, I mean, we have two cats and a dog, but I'm I'm a dog person. You're a dog. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think I could properly choose. I grew up dogs my whole life. Never wanted anything to do with cats, and then. Uh, they don't want stop. anything to do with you either. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I love them yeah. now. So I'm like all about cats now. <laughs> I'm like, these are great. You pet them, then just like, fuck off, go away. <laughs> they just go away. It's much tell me easier to, to find a, a pet sitter for when you're going to fly yeah. overseas for a cure concert. So, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's part of my love too. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. They just do their own thing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, but there's enough room in most hearts for both, I think. Yeah. On that note. Absolutely. Sure. So, to all the animals out there, sleep well too. And thanks again, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you. We'll say talk hard, meow hard, bark hard. (gasps) 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 Call. We'll just get a little montage of bird noises as we fade out here. Go for (laughs) it, Kate. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) That was the goal. That was a laughing goal. Perfect. <laughs> All right.
right, all you wild animals out there, that does it for this episode. Thank you so much to Kate and Chaz again for talking critters with us, and thanks to you guys for listening. And I did have one last critter story that's related to the cure that also involves a giant shout-out to our new friend Francisco out there. Hello, Francisco. It's been wonderful talking to you, and thank you for the lovely gifts you had sent. Yep. Before I went to Costa Rica, he contacted me about um, a David Bowie book. There's a You might be familiar with it. It's an illustrated biography of David Bowie, and it has these cool little illustrations in there. And there's a section on it where Robert is... Um, playing at the uh, David Bowie 50th birthday party. And um, so he said, I knew I could count on them for my 50th party. I gave a concert in Madison Square Garden. A a few other uh, musicians I'd influenced played. David Grohl, Billy Corgan, Frank Black, and Robert Smith, the leader of The Cure, who gave me a curious present, a fossilized chameleon. So, and then there's this cool illustration that I'll post a picture of on our Facebook page of Robert handing David Bowie a little chameleon fossilized. I don't know if that, I mean, this looks more like a stuffed taxidermy uh, chameleon, but I don't know if it was like in like an actual rock or what, but uh, yeah, I hadn't heard about that before. You guys had heard that one? So I hadn't heard that he gave him a fossilized chameleon for his birthday at that show. So very cool. And thank you so much for hooking me up with the book, Francisco. And Francisco is also sending us these cool little Holy Hour stamps uh, that he had made up. And I'm going to get one to Antonio and Chaz when they arrive too. So thanks so much, man. You're a kind soul. And uh, it's been real cool talking back and forth with you and on top of that of course we can't sign off without a giant shout out to our patreon so if that's something you want to be a part of i recommend you go over to patreon.com slash the holy hour podcast and uh, you can be part of the team over there like donna and craig and jeff hilton jeff Cortland jones sue ben john allison alan dione namicio danny coulter Matt Ford and Tom Johnson and Letty and our newest members, Tom Burns and John Roberts. Um, John is from Australia and Tom is over in the UK. So um, lovely to have those guys and expand our international uh, listeners and Patreon members. So welcome, guys. Uh, I hope you find all the goodies over there waiting for you at Patreon in the holy half hour bonus episodes and uh enjoy the the extra little bonuses other members include dana who is happens to be an awesome motion designer and animator and you should totally check out her work at graphics.tv that's graphics with an x there you can see some of her superb talented artwork and reach out to her if you are in need of an animator or motion designer or to promote your business or help it out and make it look good. So go check out um, her motion graphics reel at graphics.tv. And of course, our buddy Scott, who I want to get back on the show very soon, hopefully. Um, he's a co-host of the Sarlacc Digest, the all-Star Wars podcast. And you can watch them do their live shows every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube. If you're a Star Wars fan on any level, I totally recommend checking this out. The show's great. It's always fun. Even if there isn't anything too riveting in the Star Wars world going on, they always make it fun. But it just happens there's always something riveting going on, too. So uh, it makes it that much better. Even Bad Batch, which isn't that great of a show, in my opinion. They made it really fun. If you're part of their Patreon, you get a, a bingo card and all the 
silly little things that make up Bad Batch pop up. You can play Bad Batch Bingo. Henson and I love it every week. So uh, go check them out. They're they're wonderful. It's a great show every Wednesday night. Or you can catch the replays anywhere you listen to podcasts. And they cover all things in the Star Wars universe. Um, Dickens is a cool venue up in Calgary, Canada. And comes highly recommended from Lisa. So go over to Dickens.com dickensyyc.com and you can check out a list of all the upcoming shows and events being hosted by Dickens or check out their Twitch page at dickensyyc for all the live streaming action and of course all this is fine and dandy but it doesn't save lives so Matt suggests that you check out the Red Cross blood donor app it's free easy to use it'll help you locate and schedule an appointment to donate blood and uh, it's all done within the Red Cross Blood Donor app. Free to download, so no excuses. And, of course, our friend Kate, who we just talked to, CureThreads.com. you got to be aware of it at this point. So go on over and check it out. Original Cure-inspired artwork done by Kate. And uh, you can get it on any wide range of products over there. So go check them out. You can also check out her illustrated books, um, The Other Secret Lives of Other Creatures, if this has got your curiosity peaked and you're not familiar, go check them out. They're lovely books. Henson loves them. Um, and the hashtag, Artist of a Lost World. Go subscribe to it like we talked about on Instagram so you can see the latest um, wonderful pieces of art posted up there. And I encourage you guys to contribute to it too. Uh, my stick figures probably won't make the cut. But I, I look forward to seeing your wonderful artwork. And that'll keep going for a little while, it sounds like now. So, cool, cool. And, of course, Chaz's 17-second shirts. You don't want to sleep on that. Go to Instagram. Follow him at 17 underscore seconds. And uh, you'll see the postings for when he puts a new design up. And you can pre-order it there. Go over to 17secondshirts.bigcartel.com to lock in your pre-order. And uh, you'll look super rad for when these Cure shows get announced and you get to go see the Cure. It's got to be what it is, right? Just today we saw a post saying 2023 Cure news is imminent. All right. So they didn't quite say tour, but, um, you know, it's got to be that or an album release. Hopefully both. Hopefully it won't just be, we've got a new mug coming out. But um, I have a good feeling about this, so we're going to get some dates very soon, hopefully. Cross your fingers. I don't want to jinx it, but I think I think the time is coming. We're going to get this album and this tour. <sighs> anyway, so subscribe on Apple, YouTube, anywhere you listen to podcasts to The Holy Hour. Thank you so much. Um, Instagram, you can follow us, The Holy Hour, on Instagram and the Facebook page where you'll see extra little nuggets and links to all of Kate's wonderful art and work. Um, you can also email me directly at gavinconnor at gmail.com. Thanks again, Chaz and Kate. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. And uh, hopefully you find some more cure creature connections out there. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Signing off. We should have each other to tea. Huh? We should have each other with cream.